Chapter Forty Six of the Story Book of Science. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Greg Giordano. The Story Book of Science by Jean Henri Fabre. Translated by Florence Bicknell. Chapter Forty Six catania yesterday uncle paul resumed jules asked me if the lava streams could not reach towns situated near volcanoes the following story will answer his question it is about an eruption of mount etna etna is that volcano in sicily where the big chestnut tree of a hundred horses is asked claire yes i must tell you that two hundred years ago there occurred in sicily one of the most terrible eruptions on record during the night after a furious storm the earth began to tremble so violently that a great many houses fell trees swayed like reeds shaken by the wind people fleeing distracted into the country to avoid being crushed under the ruins of their buildings lost their footing on the quaking ground stumbled and fell at that moment etna burst in a fissure four leagues long and along this fissure rose a number of volcanic mouths vomiting amid the crash of frightful detonations clouds of black smoke and calcined sand soon seven of these mouths united in an abyss that for four months did not cease thundering glowing and throwing up cinders and lava the crater of Anna, at first quite at rest as if its furnaces had no connection with the new volcanic mouths woke up a few days after and threw to a prodigious height a column of flames and smoke then the whole mountain shook and all the crests that dominated its crater fell into the depths of the volcano the next day four mountaineers dared to climb to the top of etna they found the crater very much enlarged by the falling in of the day before its orifice which before had measured one league now measured two in the meantime torrents of lava were pouring from all of the crevices of the mountain down upon the plain destroying houses forests and crops some leagues from the volcano on the sea coast lies catania a large town surrounded then by strong walls already the liquid fire had devoured several villages when the stream reached the walls of catania and spread over the country there as if to show its strength to the terrified catanians it tore a hill away and transported it some distance it lifted in one mass a field planted with vines and let it float for some time until the green was reduced to charcoal and disappeared finally the fiery stream reached a wide and deep valley the catanians believed themselves saved no doubt the volcano would exhaust its strength by the time it covered the vast basin which the lava had just entered but what an error of judgment in the short space of six hours the valley was filled and the lava overflowing advanced straight towards the town in a stream half a league wide and ten meters high it would have been all over with catania if by the luckiest chance another current whose direction crossed the first had not come and struck against the fiery flood and turned it from its course the stream thus turned coasted the ramparts of the town within pistol shot and turned toward the sea i was very much afraid for those poor catanians interposed emil when you spoke of that wall of fire high as a house going straight toward the town all is not over yet his uncle proceeded 
stream i told you was going toward the sea there was then a formidable battle between the water and the fire the lava presented a perpendicular front of fifteen hundred meters in extent and a dozen meters high at the touch of that burning wall which continued plunging further and further into the waves enormous masses of vapor rose with horrible hissings darkened the sky with their thick clouds and fell in a salt rain over all the region in a few days the lava had made the limits of the shore recede three hundred meters in spite of that catania was still menaced the stream swollen with new tributaries grew from day to day and approached the town from the top of the walls the inhabitants followed with terror the implacable progress of the scourge the lava finally reached the ramparts the fiery flood rose slowly but it rose ceaselessly from hour to hour it was found to have risen a little higher it touched the top of the walls whereupon yielding to the pressure they were overthrown for the length of forty meters and the stream of fire penetrated the town my goodness cried claire those poor people are lost no not the people for lava runs very slowly on account of its sticky nature and one can be warned in time it was the town itself that ran the greatest risk the quarters invaded by the lava were the highest from there the current could spread everywhere so catania seemed destined to total destruction when it was saved by the courage of some men who attempted to battle with the volcano they bethought themselves to construct stone walls which placed across the route of the oncoming stream would change its direction this device partly succeeded but the following was the most efficacious lava streams enveloped themselves in a kind of solid sheath and banked themselves in a canal formed of blocks coagulated and welded together under this covering the melted matter preserves its fluidity and continues its ravaging course they thought then that by breaking these natural dikes at the well-chosen spot they would open to the lava a new route across country and would thus turn it from the town followed by a hundred alert and vigorous men they attacked the stream not far from the volcano with blows of iron bars the heat was so great that each worker could strike only two or three blows in succession after which he withdrew to recover his breath however they managed to make a breach in the solid sheath when as they had foreseen the lava flowed through this opening catania was saved not without great loss for already the lava flow had consumed within the town walls three hundred houses and some palaces and churches outside of catania this eruption so sadly celebrated covered from five to six square leagues with a bed of lava in some places thirteen meters thick and destroyed the homes of twenty-seven thousand persons without those brave men who did not hesitate at the risk of being burnt alive to go and open a new passage for the stream of fire catania would certainly have been lost remarked jules catania would have been all burnt down there is no doubt to-day its calcined ruins would be buried under a bed of cold lava and there would be nothing left but the name of the large town that had disappeared three or four stout-hearted men revived the courage of the terrified population they hope that heaven will aid them in their devotion and ready to sacrifice their lives they prevent the frightful disaster ah may god give you grace my dear child to imitate them in the time of danger for you see if man is great through his intelligence he is still greater through his heart in my old age when i hear you spoken of i shall be more gladdened by the good you may have done than by the knowledge you may have acquired knowledge my little friend is only a better means of aiding others 
remember that well and when you are a man bear yourself in danger as did those of catania i ask it of you in return for my love and my stories jules furtively wiped away a tear his uncle perceived that he had sown his word in good ground end of chapter forty six catania recording by greg giordano newport ritchie florida